Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to episode 235 of Geek Town Radio. I'm back this week with... Gray! Hello! How you doing? I am really good. Or should I say happy two-year anniversary to me? It's two years on as contributors to Geek Town. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Awesome. I know. I know I'm not the longest, but yeah, it's, I just realised recently, two years, January 2018, I joined you. Ah, cool. Yes, that is good. Uh, that is good. Yes, nice anniversary. It's your first one of this year as well, isn't it? So. It is my first one of this year. I haven't haven't chatted you since about early December. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's been a it's been a few weeks with the Christmas break and stuff. So, what have you been up to? Well, I've been sort of resetting my TV and film viewing life for the new year. Um, I am on my way to. Um, leaving a very big branded streaming and TV recording service um, and I'm going to change so basically I'm getting rid of Sky at the end of that right. century <laughs> and I'm going to go to now so I've been sort of changing the way I watch TV okay yeah I, I'd be very interested to see how that works for you because I've been saying for a long time now that if you are trying to save money that seems like the most obvious way to do it because everything that is on Sky is pretty much on now TV, I think. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to hear other people's opinions if they want to share them on Twitter. But I have just been struggling with, I have so much on there that I'm not watching that eventually I get to about a year down the line and decide to just delete it anyway. And there's so much good stuff coming on on all the other streaming networks. And yeah. I, like many people out there, I want to be a Disney Plus viewer. So I had to make that decision. I had to look across everything and go, what do I want to keep? What do I want to lose? And there are some things, you know, I am someone who watches like the Chicago franchises, who watches like Flash, Supergirl. And so I'm like, I think I do want to keep it, but I'm happy to box set binge them. So well, this I is mean, the decision. So. Yeah, and, but I mean, you don't need to even box set them because I mean, they come on weekly onto Now TV anyway. Mm. So because I think Matt actually has Now TV rather than Sky and he does, you know, all the superhero stuff weekly. I mean, he podcasts about the weekly. Yeah. So he does the weekly and the Chicago things will come on weekly i don't know whether they will actually stay on there as box sets i imagine the chicago ones yeah do. i don't know how so, long they actually stay but yeah so that's that's my biggest thing so i've been watching a lot of like non-sky stuff because i'm getting you know i've got a little bit more free time again so i finished Shit's creek season four yep. got season five to catch up on before the final season coming out later this year cool i finished in a weekend because it was only released on friday grace and frankie season six yes that was um, quick. <laughs> really quick i really enjoy it um just sort of i was traveling on a train a lot this weekend so i was doing three or four episodes on each train journey and it was just nice it was fun a 
really good season, actually. Good. I do like their cyclical nature of the season. So if you know what I mean in their cyclical nature and how they get to the end episode again is really beautiful. Oh, right. um, and I just really like the performances in there. So four really good actors. Um, and if anyone is a Grace and Frankie fan, go and watch it. If you've never seen it, try the first half of season one. And if you like it, then you know, get yourself through ready for the final season, which comes out next year. Yes. Um, and then I am valuing our terrestrial TV. I've really been getting into some really good gritty dramas that um, you can watch or stream. So White House Farm, which is on ITV1, yeah. um, uh, which is based on a true story. Then you've got Vera. I love Brenda Blethyn. Uh, <laughs> I just love uh, the, the detective and the story and the scenes and the accents, everything about it. I'm just in a bit of love with that. Deadwater Fell, which is the David Tennant Channel 4 drama. Yes. I Has that been ep- any good? I haven't watched that yet. Well, I watched episode one and I was just so desperate to watch episode two straight away that I sort of said to myself, I'm going to hold back a little bit and watch them both together, two and three. And then I'm away on holiday next week. So by the time I get back, four will be ready because the sort of uh, there are a lot of cliffhangers that you're like, oh, my God, I've got to wait a week. And it's it's one of an unusual drama for Channel Four. They didn't drop it all. They are weekly on a Friday. You have to tune in to watch it. Right. So uh, it's uh, yeah, it's really good. Quite. I just want to get all the secrets out. There's loads of secrets secrets in there and you just want to know how it's <laughs> going to end and you know who did it sort of thing yeah. um and then for my sins i'm still watching death in paradise after all these seasons um because it's just great simplistic structured television that you know how it's going to happen and you know the formula um and so yeah really loving my bbc and itv stuff at the moment yeah, they're changing the lead in death in paradise again aren't they yeah ralph little is coming along later this season so yes. ardlo hanlon uh, takes uh takes his leave a couple of episodes in i think and then uh ralph little will be joining later on in the season cool um and then trying to regain my love of films because Dave as you know you recruited me as a contributor because I was gonna be your film guy (laughs) since then I've left teaching film studies I've given up my cinema card and I've been really bad Um, but I've been like trying to uh, watch a few of the great films from the first last few years maybe that I've missed in the past four weeks I did Paddington 2 John Wick 3 Murder Mystery The Hustle and earlier today I finished watching The Miss education of Cameron Post right. an indie film from last year and you know what I'm really enjoying it giving myself that two hours every so often just to sit down watch a film and uh, I'm like yes this is this is you know why I love films and I need to try and get back into it and do more for Geek Town I'm yes. a very, very bad film contributor who just rejected films for a bit. <laughs> yes, yes. I think sometimes you need to do that. I think you need to step away, particularly as you were teaching it as well. So it it kind of, yeah, that and doing the site and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I'm glad you're getting back into it, though. <laughs> so that is pretty much me. It's quite a, a little bit. I haven't done much. Christmas was very busy. I didn't spend too much time watching television. So, Dave, what have you been doing in the last week? Well, in the last week, I've watched uh, first episode of AJ and the Queen which is the RuPaul drama well drama comedy which is on Netflix and uh, it it is I think probably his first dramatic role he's mainly kind of does does reality shows and that sort of stuff it's certainly mm. I haven't seen him in, in anything or him her <laughs> in anything dramatic recently um, but uh, it's it's essentially I mean he plays a 
they play a drag queen in it and they are buying a new club with his partner and there's sort of an incident with the money and he ends up having to go back on tour. Uh, there is a little kid who's a bit of a hustler who bumps into him and it ends up with the kid hiding out on the tour bus. So that's the sort of basically setup of the uh, AJ and the Queen. Is it, that's, that's essentially oh. the, the idea behind it. Uh, it's quite funny the first episode of that I, I quite enjoyed it i was watching it because i was interviewing somebody uh, related to it so that's why i started watching it it's not really a show that i would usually go to but i did quite enjoy it it is worth uh, looking up if you uh, like rupaul definitely a good friend of mine told me i should go and watch it and so i need to get through titans first and then i'll come back <laughs> yes yes I, I finished titans titans i really enjoyed i'm still working my way through doom patrol as well uh, i love that doom patrol is is much weirder than I ever thought it was going to be, which I know sounds strange given the cast lineup for Doom Patrol. But uh, as I think I said to Bex last week, has far more in common with something like the, the weirdness of the Umbrella Academy than it does with Titans. You know, yeah. it's it's strange and odd and goofy, and I rather like that about it. So I, I'm really enjoying Doom Patrol. Uh, I like the second season of Titans as well. I, I like what they're doing with that. The other show that I ended up watching again because I'm supposed to be interviewing somebody that works on it is The Outsider which I kind of avoided because it's a Stephen King thing and I don't really do horror stuff but this is far more a Stephen King kind of thriller with some horror sprinkled on top type of thing and it's uh, Jason Bateman who is from Ozark and Arrested Development uh, he's also uh, as with Ozark you know it's very much his thing I think I, I'm guessing he bought the rights to adapt it because he's starring well starts in the first couple of episodes and also is directing it as well so oh, wow. um, or certainly directed the first episode I think he probably directed some of the others as well I'm not sure I'm guessing it's a thing that he's exact producing but um, I'm really hooked on it it's a really solid HBO drama it's very much in the vein of something like a true detective or something like that it's it's that sort of weighty kind of drama to it but it does have this this kind of weirdness sprinkled over it as well and uh, it's about uh, there is a murder of a small child they arrest the little league coach because his fingerprints are all over the murder scene and then it gets a little strange because he's swearing up and down that he was nowhere near the child he was nowhere near the scene and in actual fact he was in a different county at the time so that's where the strangeness comes in oh but it's really really enjoyable third episode has just gone out and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet but that's been really really solid and I'm very hooked on it so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to watching more of that it was one of those things that I went to look to see if they dropped it all as a box set and because it's a HBO import and they're doing it I think time and place with HBO they're releasing it weekly rather than dropping it as a box set uh... which is the rookie also came back and it's Nathan Fillion as the oldest rookie in the LAPD um, <laughs> I, really fun really enjoyable uh, I love the first season of that some few cast changes in the second season because there were things that went on behind the scenes which we won't go into here but ended up with one of the cast members leaving the second season's kind of leaning in a bit more to the comedy than it had done before I think it's still sort of a drama but it's very much in that castle vein of sort of dramedy kind of area and uh, it's leaning into the comedy a little bit more than it did do previously so uh, I'm well, I'm enjoying that that's good fun and Cobra as well which is the new Sky series and uh, I it's, it's about a crisis of 
event and the crisis event is actually solar flares off the sun which you wouldn't think would cause a crisis but uh, I actually looked it up afterwards going is this true and yes yes it is apparently some solar flares from the sun can actually cause catastrophic problems on earth due to ah. it messing with the electrical magnetic fields so um, yeah that was kind of interesting the basis of it is that and uh, Cobra of course is the crisis group within our government Yeah, uh, and it's about the formation of of that group and sort of how they deal with this crisis when this solar flare hits and basically knocks out power across the country so that's the sort of setup for it it's interesting it's it's one of those shows that i expected it to go a little bit further than it did it's mm. it's very much still based in a sort of reality which is fine but i wanted it to go a little bit you know maybe, maybe go a little bit more off the rails you know it's, yeah you know what i mean you know what I, I, when you see uh things like the thing that russell t davis did a while back which was set in a sort of near future or years and years yeah years and years yeah. which you know paints this very kind of dystopian future but i i don't know i just wanted it to go a little bit more off the rails than it is doing at the moment and it may get there i'm about three episodes in because that is on as a box set and they're putting it out weekly it's not maybe quite reaching its full potential at the moment it's very well acted it's robert carlyle in the lead playing the prime minister and uh, i i mean i'm enjoying it i i just i don't know maybe it's because watching too many many episodes of 24 and you know they set off nuclear bombs and things like that i i just i i don't know it seems a little bit restrained right now and i kind of would like it to push itself a bit more than it is doing but uh, still very enjoyable and yeah mm. very well acted and stuff i downloaded it i saw it advertised all over london at the weekend yes and i was like yeah i'm gonna I'll, I'll download it i'll see obviously i'm i'm seeing out my sky subscription but i thought you know is it something i could get through before the end of february so yeah it is all on there and it will be on now tv as well if you're replacing your sky with an now tv box it will be on now tv so you'll be able to watch it on both of them i would think excellent the other big thing that I did this week was the Star Trek Picard premiere, um, oh. which I, I went down to with uh, Bex. And uh, we originally, we weren't going to be doing the red carpet interview stuff. But I, when I got there, I kind of twisted the arm of the PR person and then let, let us on. So I shoved a mic into Bex's hands and say, here you are, interview some Star Trek people. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so there is a video up on the website of the red carpet with uh, me filming and Bex interviewing. We got to chat to a few different people at that event um didn't get sir patrick unfortunately he was i don't think he did the red carpet at all i mean he was there and did a bit up on stage but i don't think he actually bought the red carpet and i mean the guy's what late 70s at least at this point so you know i i think that's fine and it was quite cold outside so you know so we didn't get to actually talk to him directly we did talk to uh isa bronies who is from uh american crime story is is the only thing she'd really been known for who plays a new character called Deja and that's about all I can tell you about her at the moment because I can't say anything about the actual episode because it's all embargoed until it goes out on Friday so I can't tell you anything about what I thought of the episode I think I could probably say you're not going to be disappointed if you're a Star Trek fan but, uh, <laughs> but I can't, can't give you any kind of context or anything to that uh, but Deja is a new character she can't say anything and hasn't said anything about who she is there's lots of things 
image floating around online, you do find out very early on in that first episode who she actually is. So it's not like something that they drag out for ages. Uh, Michelle Hurd was there and got a little bit chat with her. She's been on Blindspot and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, Harry Treadaway was there, got a chat with him. He's from Mr. Mercedes and Penny Dreadful. He plays a Romulan called Narek. Then there was Jerry Ryan, who is seven of nine, of course, and uh, she was lovely. And Jonathan Del Arco, who plays Hugh, who, for those of you who know Next Generation, know he was a, uh, Hugh was a Borg, or former Borg, independent of the Borg Collective. And uh, Jason Isaacs as well. We said hello to Jason Isaacs because he was there and supporting his fellow kind of Trek cast members. Obviously, he's not actually in this, but he was supporting people. And we also got to talk to the creators and writers, Michael Chabon and Kirsten Beyer as well. That was lovely. Yeah, they were they were all great. And it was lovely to be able to kind of talk to people. It was quite difficult doing some of the interview stuff because you like, it was very, very noisy. There was a PA system going off. So you were kind of talking over that. But it was great. There is a video up there. You can see all the stars walking the red or in this case, white carpet. And I'm not entirely sure who thought a white carpet would be a good idea in the middle of winter in the UK. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, I'm almost tempted, Dave. I'm always tempted. The the marketing and PR they've done for it has been really impressive. And I saw Sir Patrick being interviewed on the TV, and I was like, I'm almost tempted. But can I? Can I get into it? Can I let let sci-fi into my life? <laughs> it's it's a tricky one that Picard series because there are so many callbacks to older series. In that mm. Discovery is probably a better place for you to start if you're going to try and get into it because there's so much of sort of callbacks to next generation in this show you can tell that just by the character listings you know because you've got jonathan frakes's Riker showing up you've got uh, deanna troy in there you've got data in there so yeah it's one of those shows that i think might not be that accessible unless you know something about next generation to start off with mm. so but you know it is good it's it's a uh, uh, yes i can't say any more than that i don't want to get in trouble but uh, yes it's it's out at the end of the week you can watch it from friday the 24th on amazon prime in the uk it's on cbs all access in the us so uh, on the 23rd so and 24th in the uk on amazon prime but uh, i i do urge you to go watch it if you are a fan even a small fan of star trek and if you didn't like discovery because you didn't like the direction it took this is probably far more up your street it's not next generation it's a very different sort of show to next generation but it is a continuation of that timeline so it is worth watching definitely the other thing as well is there is an interview going up later this week with a cinematographer called Yamit Shimonovic who is the cinematographer of two wildly different shows Uh, one of them is part two of the Surviving R. Kelly series which is, uh, is airing over here at some point I'm not entirely sure when but it is if you go and check your sky guides and stuff it is on there uh and uh netflix's the goop lab which is is equally controversial but for entirely (laughs) different reasons uh that that is the gwyneth paltrow series uh she was also working on that so yeah two kind of more different shows you probably Mm. couldn't have i mean i i'm sure i share the feelings of quite a lot of you about like the idea of goop as a product but have you heard about the candle dave yes i am aware of the candle I'm aware of the candle. Um, and I, I kind of, I'm tempted to watch it out of a morbid curiosity because when I did the interview, it wasn't released. 
But um, yeah, I mean, she was the cinematographer on both of those. And we do talk about quite a lot in that interview about sort of lighting for, you know, and working with something like Goot Lab and also on the complete opposite end of the scale, working on something like Surviving R. Kelly. So uh, yeah, she was very interesting to talk to. And that interview will be going up later in the week. So that's all the stuff we've been doing. Here's the TV and film news. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We kick off the TV and film news this week with some huge announcements Hurrah. from E4. <laughs> E4 have announced they have not only picked up the Batwoman series, they've also picked up the DC Universe Harley Quinn's animated series, which uh, if you listen to the interview last week, one of the interviews that went out was with the composer for that series. And also they have picked up Supernatural seasons 14 and 15. So... <laughs> There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I was speaking to you about this in our last chat in December and our one before that in November. So obviously I'm only on over every four to six weeks, but this has been our conversation strand every time I've been on. (laughs) I know it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, I'm happy that somebody has it. I just hope they put it on air in a relatively timely fashion. We still don't know when the other shows are coming back yet. All I can tell you is they've not shown up in any of the press information yet and the weekly press information goes up until the the first week in February and they're certainly not on the schedules for that. There has already been a sort of his stuff coming in March, which they, they put out. And because it's returning shows, they don't always put like the returning shows in that document otherwise it'd be like huge um so they're not mentioned in there but that doesn't mean they're not coming in march Mm. it doesn't mean that they're not coming later in february either we just don't know at the moment i I suspect it's either going to be late february early march because that's when they usually air them and i think that's probably when they're going to bring them back but at the moment we don't know and that will give for a little bit of time to be able to schedule at least some of the Batwoman episodes. They're not going to get all nine out before we get to the Crisis episode, but at least then you can hold on to the Crisis ones and then slot the Batwoman one in. You know, unless they, unless you know, they do a really nice thing and drop it as a box set. I know they probably wouldn't do that, but no. Um, I mean, I would. It would be nice if E4 just put that one Batwoman episode up on all four. I would be quite appreciative if they decided they were going to just like put that one episode up so people that were watching on Sky could catch up with it. But I'm rather suspect they're not going to do that. Or they could put like the first nine episodes up on that. But yeah, they're not going to do that. They could do a two week extravaganza where they just put an episode on every night of the week to help truth. Are we living in a dream? Yeah, no, no, we are. Well, it's the same with Supernatural because we're an entire season behind on Supernatural. And I mean, if I was them, I would either drop the entire season on all four or put it out daily and do it that way and just run season 14 out 
daily and then run season 15 weekly um otherwise that way you only need like a month or so to actually run season 14 if you're going to put it out daily you know every day of the week um otherwise yeah i can see them doing like bumper nights like two episodes a night that gets a a season through in like three months doesn't it yeah i mean because at the moment if you're going to run season 14 even if you started it from their next available slot which i I think would be early february even if you started it in early february you're talking about season 15 not arriving until july so Uh, yeah it's going to be a while off Uh, i mean it does mean that they could run season 14 and 15 back to back but at the moment we don't know um we may know later in the week what's happening with batwoman what's happening with harley quinn and what's happening with supernatural i have seen the first episode of that harley quinn series it's brilliant it is hilariously funny it's very adult it's lots of swearing this is the one with kaylee Cloku doing the voice for harley uh-huh. alan tudyk doing the voice of joker it sort of follows the same idea as the film of a sort of emancipation of harley quinn from joker that's the basic premise of it of her kind of leaving joker realizing that he's a bad part of her life it just it was really really funny that first episode and apparently from having talked to bex about it she's saying that friends of hers that are in america that have seen more of the episodes are saying that that is actually one of the weaker episodes and it gets better from there so oh, good i i'm very much looking forward to that as i say no dates for any of those they just announced hey we've got all this stuff and then didn't give any actual dates or any idea of when they're coming at the moment we know it's not in january it could possibly be early february because their schedule hasn't gone out for february yet but we'll see on top of those channel four have also picked up the amy polar and animated series Duncanville which follows a spectacularly average 15 year old boy and his immediate family uh, Duncan can see adulthood on the horizon money freedom cars girls but the reality is more like always being broke driving with your mum sitting shotgun and babysitting your little sister he's not exceptional but has a wild imagination in which he's never anything less than amazing he's Amy Polar it's an animated series I'm sure that's going to be quite good fun again no date for that yet I don't think that's gone out in the US yet it's going out fairly soon so it may be fairly soon but no date yet over on now tv and sky uh, westworld now has a premiere date and it's actually slightly earlier than we thought it was going to be because I, I we thought it was going to be the april slot because that's when it's been previously in that kind of game of thrones slot uh, it's actually a little bit earlier than that it's going to be the 16th of march at 2 a.m it's simulcasting with the u.s on hbo so uh yeah very much looking forward to that you've watched any of westworld i know you don't really I, do so no that. i watched the whole of season one i sort of binged it over a weekend and i've got season two it's one of those situations i talk about at the beginning of the podcast it's there on my skybox all in a complete series it's just i haven't had the time to watch it yeah um, and it's about you know if i get through if not you know i'll watch it on my now tv stick i'm sure it'll be there just in time yeah it'll be on the now tv as well as sky so yeah worth watching uh and i'm sure they'll put the second season up as a box set so over on amc in the us they've renewed better call soul for a sixth and final season which i i think if you watch that show you know that's been coming the whole thing of becoming Saul goodman from the the kind of shady but sort of slightly more upstanding lawyer to the downright one that deals with two very dubious meth dealers in breaking bad that sort of decline has been coming and we've been edging closer to it it always had a lifespan that series because eventually Mm. you had to bump into breaking bad so um i think yeah six seasons is a good length for that i'd rather it did 
did that rather than try, them trying to sort of string out sort of the time in between. And they've got an endpoint, and that that's fine. So yes, uh, sixth and final season for that coming. We've got the next season coming fairly soon. Sky has renewed Britannia for a third season. That's another one that I kind of watched a couple of episodes of, but haven't gone back to. But I think I'd probably quite like if I actually sit and binge my way through it. I may go back to it at some point. So there's that. You has been renewed on Netflix for Yay. a third season as well. <laughs> I, I still haven't made it through the second season yet. I've just oh. had too much other things to watch. and But I do really like it. I have seen the first episode of it, but I haven't oh, watched the no, I mean, it's, I loved season one and I binged that in uh, the little bit of time between Boxing Day and Christmas. And then season two, I did the same this year. Um, I even got my partner into it as well. So we binge watched that and like quite obsessive about it. And then the last clip in the last episode yes of course there was going to be a season three and so right I, it's yeah i'm really pleased hopefully next boxing day there goes my uh days between christmas and new year again tick. yes yeah <laughs> there was just so much stuff around over christmas and so many things dropped that i mean i've got such a lineup of stuff to get through still i mean i'm still working through doom patrol i've still got this is us to get through as well and you and yeah i just i can't get to everything mm. so uh yes war of the worlds uh, uh, this not to be confused with the BBC one that went out recently. This is the the um, well, people are calling it the American one, and it actually isn't. It's it is done by Fox. It's Urban Myth, I think, in Fox that are the people that are behind it. But it's actually a sort of co-European one that's done a part, as part of the Fox kind of European group. So, um, yeah, War of the Worlds, that new version, which is a modernised version, it's not set in the original time. Uh, apparently it's been going down reasonably well when it, where it has gone out, but that's arriving on the 5th of March, and that's on Fox UK with a double bill, and then it'll go to uh, normal one a week after that. But uh, Thursday the 5th of March, that is launching on Fox UK, if you want to go and watch that. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention this, despite what you may have seen on some disreputable websites and on Twitter, the Obi-Wan series is not cancelled on Disney+. <laughs> there was a site whose name I shall not mention, but is awful and is absolutely renowned for writing horrifically clickbaity articles, put up a story saying, oh, it's cancelled, and it isn't. It was a lie. So uh, it's, it wasn't even a clickbaity headline. It wasn't like, yeah, a clickbaity headline of like it might be cancelled it was saying it was cancelled and it isn't so uh, yes that's that's still around it's all good don't worry about that if you saw that news the walking dead world beyond season one of that is going to premiere in the u.s on sunday april 12th which is directly after the walking dead finale and uh, then it's going to be on amazon prime we think the day after but not 100 percent sure on that but i think it's going to be the day after in the uk so that'll be april 13th one interesting thing with that though is they have said it will be two seasons and that's it so it's a self-contained oh, wow. story of two seasons which I think is fine. And there were people like, oh, well, I don't know why I'm going to bother watching it if it's already cancelled. And you're like, well, it's not cancelled. It's like a miniseries. It's just a two-season miniseries. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. If they've got a story which they think they fit two seasons, then let them tell it in two seasons. And then there'll be some other Walking Dead spin-off or yeah. it'll run <laughs> straight. To, I mean, they're not they're not hanging up their hats on Walking Dead anytime soon. And there's still two movies to come as well or something yeah. like that. Well, <laughs> I, I rather suspect that this because there are connections to those Rick Grimes movies with the people that are involved in this so I I rather suspect that those 
two seasons may run straight into those Rick Grimes movies at some point. But we'll have to wait and see. But that that's coming in April anyway. If you're a Walking Dead fan and you want to go and watch that, it'll be on Amazon Prime. Mindhunter season three looks like it's been put on indefinite hold, which is... A real shame because I like that series. But uh, apparently David Fincher is focusing on directing his first Netflix film, which is called Mank, and producing the second season of Love, Death and Robots. They're saying it's it's not like completely out of the question whether there'll be a season three. And they're saying he may revisit, revisit it again some point in the future. But they felt they basically released all the actors from their contracts because they said, you know, whilst David's off doing other stuff, we didn't think it was fair to hold them onto their contracts and... Uh, you know, not let them go and find other work. So, uh, isn't that refreshingly honest and yeah. open from a TV network? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and I, I mean, I hope he does come back and I hope they manage to pull them all back together at some point and it just may be a longer hiatus than, you know, because I, I do like that series and I think it, it went down well and it was interesting and it sounds like he's just busy doing other things and it doesn't sound like Netflix have said, no, no, we don't want it back. It sounds like that he's just busy doing other stuff and the creator hasn't got the time for it at the moment so we'll see but uh, yeah. yes indefinite hold is what they're saying at the moment over on HBO they have said that uh, Watchmen a second season of Watchmen is extremely unlikely which if you've listened to me and Matt talk about this is like loads of people that are going oh this is terrible they've cancelled it no it's not being cancelled it was only ever designed as a one season yeah. show that was all it ever was supposed to be Lindelof said from the very beginning that he designed it as a self-contained thing and he'd been making noises since before it went out saying I'm perfectly happy for HBO to continue it it just probably won't be with me because I had a story to tell I've told that story I don't think I've got another one which I think will do it justice therefore I am not doing another series and that he said that all along the change from the announcement from HBO which came out of the television critic press tour which has been going on in America over the last week the change that came out was HBO have now confirmed well we don't want to do it without Damon Lindelof behind it so we're not going to commission a second season because if we did we want him to do it and he doesn't want to do it so good on them good on them and saying that because you don't want to reduce the quality of something just because they think it's going to get them more like you know awards or critical reviews and that's that's good I think for the channel to say that if it's his piece of work it also then respects him doesn't it yeah. as a creator yes what you don't yeah. want is true detective season two yeah <laughs> so yeah. you know or a uh, broad church season two or <laughs> yes <laughs> well, there's all these situations where sometimes a season two just isn't needed yes and yeah. it's just uh, what you don't want is you don't want to somebody to come along and make a kind of subpar second season and that kind of slightly taints the first season yeah. so you know i'm i'm fine with that i'm yeah. absolutely fine with that it doesn't need another season it's not a box set at the moment which is also another thing i've just discovered it didn't record properly so i went on to guy to try and download the box set and it's not there they've taken it away for a moment yeah that yes there's it could be that there's sales deals gone on behind the scenes for that and so yeah it'll come back in the future i'm sure 
Well, hopefully, yeah, they'll drop yeah. it back on at some point. The other big news this week was Sky Comedy. Um, yes. Sky Comedy launches on the 27th of January and they announced their launch lineup as well as things that are coming up as well. It replaces the Universal Channel. Yeah, so sad. You, Universal Channel. <laughs> so the Universal Channel is going. Some of the shows as we were mentioning earlier, like the Chicago show, uh, it was was it Med that was on that? <laughs> Chicago Med's gone over, yes. Yeah. One thing I don't know has gone over, uh, I don't know if you know this, is as the resident. They, no, that a lot of people asking about the resident. There mm. is a set of shows like Burden of Truth, The Resident, Coroner, I think is one as well. There's there's a few others. Private Eyes, that's another yeah. one. There are four or five shows which haven't been moved across i have been talking to sky about that what they are saying is they they haven't got anything they can announce at the moment but they are acutely aware that there is an audience out there for those shows Mm. um but the schedulers haven't announced where they're you know what they're going to do with them it does sound like they have got the option of putting those shows somewhere else presumably sky witness but they they aren't anywhere at the moment so they're in kind of a limbo hopefully they will show back up at some point um Mm. but at the moment they've not been scheduled anywhere so um yeah we don't know right now and the press team can't get anything out of the schedulers about what's going to happen with them so it does sound like sky still have control of them because this all came about because of the fact that universal and nbc are and sky are now all part of comcast uh, Mm -hmm. which is why this has happened so uh, yeah it sounds like sky does still have the rights and control of them at the moment but we don't know what's going to happen with them. But yes, onto Sky Comedy uh, launches the 27th of January, which is next Monday, I think. They've announced that Miracle Workers, which I've been waiting for this show to land because this is the Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi series where Daniel plays an angel and Steve Buscemi plays God. It's the first season of that. That's going out on Monday the 27th at 9pm. So that's one of the first shows on there. There is AP Bio that is going on, which has shown to be kicking around for a while. That's uh, 27th at 9.30. That's going on. Real Time with Bill Meyer that is moving across from Sky Atlantic that's on the 27th of January at 11.45 that lands then on the 28th Curb Your Enthusiasm that's moving across from Sky Atlantic on the 28th at 9pm Ballers is moving across from Sky Atlantic that's on the 28th at 9.40 and then if you like those US late night shows then we're now getting those the day after the air in the US so uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and the Late Late Show with James Corden both of those are coming across they're both the NBC late night shows they're coming from the 28th at 10.50 and they're Jimmy Fallon first and then James Corden afterwards from early February they're launching SNL which is actually airing Sunday so it's not Saturday Night Live it will be Sunday Night Not Live but uh, that is going to be on there from early February and Righteous Gemstones which is this huge comedy that they've really been pushing that is the HBO comedy that's coming early February as well last week tonight with John Oliver is also moving across from Sky Atlantic onto Sky Comedy that's coming in February in terms of box sets and stuff you've got things like Girls Parts and Wreck 
Sex in the City is on there, Veep, Entourage, Mindy Project. There's a whole load of comedy things that they've just dumped of everything on there. So uh, there's going to be a lot more box sets. And of course, these will all be on Now TV as well. So you'll be able to kind of binge your way through huge amounts of comedy stuff. I currently am trying to crawl my way through Parts and Rec on Amazon. So I wonder if that's going from Amazon and going across to Sky. But I haven't checked my Amazon out for a while. Um, I always feel like I missed a season of the Mindy Project. So gave up on it quite early. Um, I'm quite excited about SNL coming over as well. I think that's uh, I really enjoyed watching the clips on YouTube so it'd be interesting to start watching the full episodes if they if they're giving them to us I wonder if they'll ever do like a back catalogue and drop like um, older ones for us I don't know maybe classic episodes yeah Mm. I don't know that'll be interesting to see how well that works I'm quite intrigued to see SNL because it's been like something like a decade since it's I didn't even realise it was regularly on TV but apparently it was regularly on TV here for a bit but um, it's been about a decade since it's been on any form of regular UK TV. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're airing that over here. That should be good fun. On to other news stories. Amazon have ordered a Jack Reacher series, which I think we spoke about ages and ages and ages ago, but they, they've now actually ordered that Jack Reacher series based on the Lee Child novels. It's not based on the films, which starred Mr. Cruz. They are based directly on the novels. For those people that don't know Jack Reacher, uh, follows the story of an army veteran as he travels the US using his skills to investigate suspicious and frequently dangerous situations. It's the creator of Scorpion that's behind this as the showrunner. Lee Child is involved in exec producing it it's going to be a version of jack reacher who is far more like the book description than tom cruise was because i get the impression that the the description in the book is basically the rock pretty much it's like a big huge imposing figure and whatever you think of tom cruise he's not that so <laughs> um yeah the i think they're going for a casting which is going to be far closer to the to the book version of it than we've seen before on screen so uh, yeah that's fine that's all good i'm looking forward to that i don't know when it's going to be landing but it is going to be on amazon prime globally so uh, that will be one to look out for if you're a Jack Reacher fan. Over on the CW, we have pickups for Superman and Lois, which is a new Arrowverse series. So that is coming. And uh, Jared Padalecki is, after Supernatural ends, is staying with the CW as well with that Walker Texas Ranger series, which we spoke about a few months ago. The Superman and Lois series, which we mentioned a few weeks ago, that is going to be Tyler Hoechlin and Elizabeth Tulloch are going going to be reprising their roles as Superman and Lois. Comes from the Flash executive producer, uh, Todd Helberg, and of course, Greg Belanti, overseer of everything Arrowverse. The idea is that it follows the world-famous superhero and uh, world-famous journalist as they deal with all the stress, pressures, and complexity of coming to terms with being working parents in today's society. That <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they're going to approach that. As far as I know, that's not not piloted or anything they've just given that a straight to season order by the sounds of it so uh, that's kind of interesting I'm surprised that they went for a Superman series when there is a Supergirl series still yeah I, I like him as Superman I think he's good yeah he's a good Superman yeah he's a good Superman so I think that's that's fine and the sort of being parents thing is you remember if you've been watching any of the Supergirl series you know that uh, they, they had a kid or she was about to have a kid so there's that um, this of course will all be post the crisis event 
stuff. So things may change. I don't want to say any more than that because I know a lot of you won't have seen any of the Crisis stuff. But uh, yes, so things may change slightly. But yes, there is that coming. We don't know because there is also the Green Arrow and Canaries spin-off, which is on the cards. Don't know whether that's actually gone out yet in the US or whether it goes out this week. But um, that that is going to be backdoor piloted. So you'll get to see at least the first episode of that as part of the Arrow run because it's the penultimate episode, which is an odd thing to do for the penultimate episode, but it is the penultimate episode of, of the this season of Arrow. That sees all the Canaries together with Mere Smoke taking the role of Green Arrow set in the future universe. We'll have to see whether they end up picking up two Arrowverse series or whether it just ends up being the one because um, oh, okay. we don't know at the moment. I mean, they're getting to a point where they could pretty much run Arrowverse 24-7 all the year round on CW, so we'll see. <laughs> that other big pickup is the reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger. This is starring Jared Padalecki, Sam of the Winchester Brothers. This is a reimagining of the 90s action series which starred Chuck Norris with uh, Padalecki taking the role of Caldwell Walker, who was the, the Chuck Norris character. It's a man finding his way back to his family whilst investigating crime in the state's most elite unit. He's a broken widower and a father of two returning home to Austin after being undercover for two years in a high-profile case, only to discover that there is even more work to be done at home. In this new version, Walker has a female partner, one of the only female Texas Rangers in history, described as the modern-day heroes our world needs, following their own moral code to fight for what is right, regardless of the rules. It's written by Anna Frick, who was the writer on Wayward Pines, Being Human and Valor. She's also exec producing with Padalecki. So, yeah, I don't know. Do, do you remember the original Walker, Texas Ranger? I've um, heard of it, but I never watched it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of old enough to probably have seen it, but it, it kind of bypassed me, I think. So, I mean, I don't really know the original show. I know it was very popular, but it seemed very of its time. And it's going to be interesting to see how this takes off. I, I mean, it may just do well just because it's got Jared in it, you know, and it'll be somewhere for the Supernatural fans to go on the CW, but we'll see. Possibly, yeah, possibly. We'll see. They will have to have, at some point, if it gets up and continues for a few seasons, they'll have to have a, a team up with the two of them at some point again in the future and just rope them back in again. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Neither of those shows have UK broadcasters yet. We, I mean, obviously we would hope that the Superman and Lois series goes to Sky after the complete screw up that was the whole Batwoman fiasco. We'll have to see though. I don't know. But uh, And then Walker, Texas Stranger, who knows, it could go anywhere. Moving on, CBS have given a series commitment to a Silence of the Lambs sequel series. Series. This is from Alex Kurzman and Jenny Lummett, who are people that are, are involved with Star Trek Discovery. I mean, Kurzman is basically overlord of the TV Star Trek universe at this point. The idea is that it follows FBI agent Clarice Starling a year after the events of Silence of the Lambs. Uh, it's described as a deep dive into the untold personal story of Clarice Starling as she returns to the field to pursue serial murderers, sexual predators, while navigating the high-stakes political world of Washington, D.C. I mean, they, they made Hannibal, I guess. So, mm. are they going for that route? Do you think that because Hannibal can't be explored anymore, what else can we use from this um, piece of the, the fiction? Yeah. So. 
Maybe. I mean, the the general comment I got was when I posted this was if it was more serious of Hannibal, I'd be happy. But I'm not sure about this. Generally was the reaction. The irony, of course, being the person that did Hannibal was the person that Alex Kurzman replaced on Star Trek Discovery as well. So it was the same guy that did both shows. And now he's following him doing a Silence of the Lambs thing. So, um, (laughs) yes, interesting. I don't know how necessary this series is, but they are sort of ringing it for as much as they possibly can. There there is maybe, you know, a female-led FBI drama thing in there. I mean, it'll be on CBS, so it's probably not going to be as dark as Hannibal was. I would think, but I, who knows? We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, again, no UK broadcaster for that yet. I mean, it's CBS, so could be anywhere. And lastly, Sci-Fi, the US channel, has handed out a straight-to-series order to Chucky. This is a Chucky TV series based around the red-haired, freckle-faced doll that possessed the soul of a serial killer. Do you do horror movies? I mean, have you seen these? I did when I was a child. Um, I uh, Maybe that's what's put me off horror films but, um <laughs> listening to all our news stories today it's it's like plucked out of my 90s childhood like every yeah. program has a link to my 90s childhood in some way but yeah um i remember it i remember sort of seeing it against my parents wishes with my sister yes um and yeah being a little bit scared by it but then i sort of learned how funny it was to the later sequels yes um, it just became a little bit ridiculous yeah so i mean the series of movies started off with child's play and and then they latched onto the fact that Chucky was the character that everybody actually wanted to see and they got progressively more stupid. So <laughs> there was Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, Cult of Chucky. I think there were some other bits and pieces as well. It's an animated doll that has the uh, soul of a serial killer and goes around murdering things. I mean, that that's pretty much all you really need to know about Chucky. They're doing a TV show which is based around that. The doll apparently turns up in a suburban yard sale which throws an idyllic american town into chaos as a series of horrifying murders begins to expose the town's hypocrisies and secrets and it's also saying that there's the arrival of enemies and allies from chucky's past who threaten to expose the truth behind the killings as well as the demon dolls untold origins as a seemingly ordinary child who somehow became this notorious monster so yeah um, it's from Don Machini, who is was actually the, the person who wrote the original Child's Play and sort of set up the whole universe and all that sort of stuff. Uh, went on to write for things like Hannibal and uh, wrote Channel Zero as well. So he's going to be serving as showrunner and exec producer. At least he's got the original person behind it and, and they can't sort of say, oh, it's destroying it because it's the guy that created it in the first place that's going to be behind it. Mm. Um, don't know where it may end up yet it it could be on sci-fi uk we don't know how that's going to translate now because obviously sci-fi is part of the nbc sky network as well mm. now at this point so we don't know whether that that means that we're going to automatically start getting things that are bought by sci-fi us because that was never always previously the case but that may start happening now we don't know we'll have to wait and see it's like they're absolutely plowing the 90s for us at the moment yes. with all, you know i'm about 
the Queen's nose an art attack away from being my complete childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really, they really are plowing through the nineties right now. Um, but you know, we've had a bunch of eighties nostalgia. Now we've got yeah. some nineties nostalgia. Why not? Uh, so that's all the news we've got for this week. Next, we've got the highlights for next week on TV. <laughs> So highlights for next week. There's some good stuff coming. We've got uh, Avenue Five, which is the Armando Iannucci series uh, set on a on a space tourist ship, and uh, things go horribly wrong. If you've seen the trailer for that, that's coming to uh, Sky One on the 22nd of January at 10 p.m. That stars Hugh Laurie. I'm very very much looking forward to that. We have Riverdale returning for the second half of season four. I completely dropped out of that show after the whole second season stupid role playing game thing that they did that is on the 23rd of january we've got a new show called october faction which we were talking about a bit last week this is from sanctuary creator damian kindler based on a comic book series that's on the 23rd of january that is arriving i uh, i might go and check that one out it looked like it could be interesting uh, the bold type season four of that is arriving on 24th of january on amazon prime we've got chilling adventures of sabrina back for part three or season three depending how how you're counting it that is uh 24th of january on netflix bob's burgers is back on uh, the 24th of january at 10 p.m on comedy central the people behind that have just announced uh, there is an apple series coming called central park about some people that live in central park there is that's coming later on in the year so uh, if you like bob's burgers you might want to go and get apple tv plus because they've got that coming on there as well uh but 24th of january at 10 p.m for bob's burgers the ranch season four part eight final season um, that's 24th of january on netflix for that that is finally the end of the ranch uh and their confusing numbering system then star trek picard 24th of january as we were talking about earlier that is arriving on amazon prime uh go watch that it's very good and uh we've got shrill season two which is this uh comedy series starring somebody from saturday night night live about a larger woman who wants to change her life but not her body if you want to see the second season of that that's coming to BBC Three on the 25th of January. Then uh, all the Sky Comedy stuff we mentioned earlier. So Miracle Workers, 27th of January at 9pm. AP Bio, 27th of January at 9.30. Late Late Show with Jay Corden, 28th at 11.50. You've got Curb Your Enthusiasm on 28th at 9pm. Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, that's 28th at 10.50. And Ballers, 28th at 9.35. For some reason, they're all in the wrong order, but you get the gist. It's basically oh. 27th and 28th for all those. It's very exhausting this week and it's incredible yes it feels like october <laughs> i know i know it's been ridiculous and there's been so much news going up as well because of that um press event there's a whole bunch of things that we haven't got to like netflix have landed all the streaming rights to a bunch of studio ghibli movies there's that apple announced a whole new bunch of stuff as well there's been loads of things coming out this week so go and check out the website because there's stuff going up every day for that if they want to find and talk to you online where can they find you they can follow me on twitter at gray the geek yes so go and check out gray on twitter obviously for us you can go to geektown.co.uk throughout the week and find more information on your latest shows and air dates and all that stuff if you want to get in touch with the podcast you can get in touch with your questions and comments on email us on podcast at geektown.co.uk leave a message on the website post find us at geektown on twitter on facebook at facebook.com forward slash geektown on youtube at youtube.com forward slash geektown and on instagram at geektown uk go and check out the youtube feed for the 
Star Trek video. Go and check out the podcast feed for more interviews later this week. That's everything. We shall see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.